This is Samia Bano with Make Change Fun and Easy, podcast to help you create massive positive change in your life and the world. Hello, Salam, Shalom, Namaste, Sasrikal, Aloha, Hola, Ciao, and Bonjour. I'm so happy today, and I'm sure you'll be very happy too because I have a special guest, Chris Anderson. He's a serial entrepreneur and the founder of Pencil Leadership, and I'm so excited uh, for for him to be here and to talk to us more about who he is and what he does. And actually, Chris, please jump in and tell us more about who for you sure. are and what you Absolutely. do. Absolutely. Thank you, Samia, for having me on the show. First off, I'm excited to be here and just be able to share and, and hopefully uh, drop some nuggets, maybe add some value, and, and I hope I'm not too boring, so I'll try to bring the energy. But yeah, a little bit about me, really nothing special about me. I mean, honestly, we, we all are uh, unique individuals with, with purposes in this world, and I'm just trying to live in the mind. Um, Born and raised here in the United States and in Indiana, so uh, country boy here, cornfield surrounding me, so uh, nothing spectacular except that it is. It's just a really cool place to be, and so I, I tried to see the the best and all that. But my journey, uh, as you stated, serial entrepreneur, founder of Pencil Leadership, I've always kind of had my hand in the cookie jar, I guess, if you could say trying to figure it out you know what's the secret entrepreneurship how do you how do you build a business how do you become successful in it um and i'm still working towards it i, I would say i'm never gonna uh i'm always a learner i'm always a student and i always want to get to that next level and just continue to improve because uh when i get better when when i succeed uh, others succeed others to get better because i'm able to, to kind of be a reflection of what i've learned and and put it out there and that's kind of what started my journey to founding pencil leadership funny enough it started as my podcast um, back in 2019 yeah pencil leadership podcast and at the same time i was like i, I really like what this means i really like this direction i'm going to llc it i'm going to create a you know just a private business with that, I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't know what, what form or shape it'll take, but I have the idea. I see the vision and we'll just kind of run with it. And that was kind of the, the main entrepreneurial step I've taken. I've had small things in the past, you know, just, but this didn't have the discipline, didn't have the, the knowledge, didn't have sometimes really the courage to, to really go in hardcore with them. And finally decided this is it. This is what I'm going to do. And so I, I started building that out and um, not making millions yet. Um, I always try to be transparent, not, not at that level yet, but um, doing well enough where I can do it full time and, and uh, just continue to scale that. But it's, it's really all about, for me, helping others see their true potential uh, in themselves so they can leave their positive mark on the world at the end of the day. So that's awesome. Uh, and I love what you said about always being a student. I'm like that too. And it just, yep. I love it. It just brings so much learning and growth and joy in my life. And um, so what was it about 
the idea of pencil leadership when you that made you really commit to it and and keeps you going around it like what what yeah. is it all about that's so awesome yeah so pencil leadership it was from a story i read about a pencil maker who was making this pencil and kind of wanted to the pencil if you kind of if you've heard the story of pinocchio it's kind of like that this pencil maker he's creating something and he wants him to be good he wants him to go out and have a great life so he's telling them these different things about life and what to expect and it just kind of started and building in my head like i could create a parable or something kind of off for of that um to help bring a positive message into people's lives just from my past what i've dealt with i was like that's what we need that's what people need out there in the world and there's five traits to it and and i can dive into the whole story i can tell you the whole story but basically um, pencil has to be held to leave a mark. Uh, it goes through sharpenings. It has an eraser. The lead on the inside is the most important thing, and it's unique. It's not a pen. It's not a paintbrush. So it has a unique purpose in the world. Uh, and so those five traits, which we can we can expound on, uh, just really correlate into our lives and and how we are as individuals, as people on this planet. And yeah, I just I really beginning i just wanted to help people and and you know starting out it's like how's that look or what's that look like what's the problem i can solve as an entrepreneur and um so it, it, it's there's the big vision with pencil leadership and it's 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 still in the infancy stage for sure but there's so much that i want to do with pencil leadership that i'm, I'm just continually you know planting seeds building that foundation so one day it could be what i dream of it to be but uh it, yeah it really kind of it stemmed from from my 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 past my story and then stumbling on that story and having it be able to relate to the lives of everyone who hears it hopefully hmm. would you share a little bit more about your story and how it connects to the five traits of pencil leadership that you were talking about earlier yeah so my story is um kind of the, the main the main part uh in, in high school here uh and then into college really struggled with who i was as a person um and kind of where i fit in the world got to the point where like i didn't think it mattered if i was here um you know contemplated taking my life uh, multiple times and, and just you know just fell out of place didn't feel like i fit even if i was on teams or in groups or things like that i just uh, just was kind of an outcast in my mind. Now, had a great family, amazing friends. Uh, it was just a lot of my mindset and just little things that happen in upbringing that affect a lot of people. I know I'm not alone on this, and that's the thing. And so, thankfully, had had mentors uh, in college that guided me and uh, helped me come through these these painful things, these sharpenings. So they were my they were the ones holding me, helping me leave my mark through these sharpenings, these hard times that I've went through. And I made mistakes along the way too, um, and had to work on fixing those mistakes. And that's where an eraser for a pencil comes in yeah. and, and really had to focus on who I was on the inside. Yeah. Um, because that's my lead. That's what's gonna leave my mark is how I am on the inside. Yeah. Um, and finally realizing my worth was not, you know, wasn't in what other people said, uh, good or bad. Um, it, it wasn't based on that. It was based on who I was created to be and what I am able to do through my talents and abilities and skills that only I possess in that kind of yeah. uh, combination. 
Yeah. And, and so that was, that's all pencil leadership. That's all those traits. And, and, and we can dive into those more because it, it just, in everyone's lives, they can, they have some sort of connection to the story if they truly listen to it. Yeah. Yes. You know, just when you were sharing your story, I found some similarities in your story and my story. Um, we have obviously a different background and all that, but I know what it feels like also to, to feel alone and lonely, even when you are in a crowd, even when you're surrounded by family and friends that love you and it's a hard place to be in mm. and uh, yeah and and then you said one of the things that helped you come out of that was when you found some mentors in college mm. and actually for me also that happened like college getting into college was a huge turning point for me uh, and and my main mentors in, in college were my professors. I had very poor social skills at that time. I didn't know how to make friends. I didn't know how to keep friends. <laughs> um, but with my professors, I was like a great student in the sense that I listened with attention. I did everything that they told us to do. And I, 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 was, I was curious and I wanted to learn more. And so I asked lots of questions and I just found these teachers who 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 I guess really appreciated uh, yeah. that curiosity in me and wanted to encourage that in me and so they would ask me more questions and encourage me to talk more to them and I just learned so much outside the classroom in that process of just these mm -hmm. conversations that I started having with my professors and um, my gosh, I learned so many amazing things. Can you share one, one big lesson that you learned from a mentor that's still with you and that you found really valuable? Uh, it's a good question. I actually asked this to my guests too, and I've never had the kind of camera pointed at me on it. So uh, there's so much. Um, there's so much that that I've been privileged to have told to me or, or taught to me in in life, and and one of one of the big ones that I would say, and it's not going to be exactly the words were words that were used, but the message um, that I received more than once from. So my my brother, he was the assistant soccer coach. He's about 13 years older than me. And so he was the assistant soccer coach uh, for my team and uh, amazing coach, one of my, my biggest mentors and, and heroes uh, next to my dad and a few others um, would always tell us like, if, if you're hurting, that's, that's one thing, but you've got to keep moving forward. Things are hard. You've got to keep moving forward um, no matter what. Now there's, there's a time to take care of yourself. There's a time to, you know, pause or, or heal, but you've got to keep moving forward in any, some way. And if you can't run, you've got to motivate your teammates. If you can't kick a soccer ball, you've got to, you know, help the guys below you. Like you've got to help coach them. Like there's always something you can do to move forward or move the team forward. So no matter what, in your hardest times, keep moving forward. And that's one big thing I would say just right now off the top of my head that I remember. And I still think of it today. Like, 
Because the journey of entrepreneurship, the journey of life, anything in life, uh, you're going to get kicked around. You're going to get knocked down. There's going to be there's going to be those those hardships, the sharpenings that we all go through, and they look different, but they they all they all are uncomfortable. They all hurt, and they all take part of us some way, emotionally, mentally, yeah. and we've got to keep moving forward. We've got to keep growing. We've got to keep helping and and just taking even if it's a crawl we just gotta keep moving in the right direction um because only true failure in life is when we quit yes and so we just gotta keep moving forward yes and i love thank you for for giving those more concrete um, examples of mm -hmm. what moving forward can look like um you know you you may not be able to be on the field kicking the ball in a, in a particular moment but that doesn't mean that's it that you yeah. can't move forward you can move forward in other ways in terms of being a support to someone else mm -hmm. and helping your team uh, because and and that's another thing right about the, the value of the team that <laughs> isn't yeah. just all about you um, and and that's actually oh my gosh that I must say is one of the things that I found most helpful in my healing journey too. Like when I was feeling really st stuck and I was for so long, I, I was just like so caught up in my own struggles and, uh, you know, sense of suffering. And my first breakthrough, I will say, one of my first big breakthroughs was when I saw someone else who needed help. And in that case, it was actually my brother. And uh, my brother, he he was born with a genetic, rare genetic disorder because of which his muscles are growing weaker and weaker <coughs> over the years. And he ended up in a wheelchair. He had an accident that would have been minor for anyone else. But in his case, it landed him in a wheelchair and he's never, never been able to stand on his own feet again. Uh, but when he had that accident and um, he needed help, you know, I had a choice to make. I was like, either I can, I can stay stuck in my own suffering and ignore him and let him suffer, or I can try and step up and do what I can to help him even right. as or through whatever sense of uh, suffering I'm, I'm facing. And I'm so glad that I made that choice to do what I could to try and help him because that helped me so much to, to, to alleviate my own sense of suffering. Yeah, it uh, puts things in perspective too sometimes uh, for us. Mm, for sure, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Um, tell me more. Give me another yeah. another amazing lesson that you've learned, uh, maybe related to one of the other. Well, of yeah. So, so we kind of we've kind of talked about the the mentor aspect. That's a huge part. The team, the, those people, advisors, things if, who impact your life, the sharpenings we all go through. Uh, even kind of about the eraser, how we make mistakes, but um, if we can own up to them and start to fix them then that can do more more healing there still might be some scars there still might be some residual things from those mistakes but we can move forward we can we can learn from them and 
um, have that transparency. And then the lead, that's the thing that the pencil, the lead leaves a mark. It doesn't matter what the pencil looks like on the outside. It doesn't look like it's brand new or if it's an old beat up pencil, it's still going to write with lead. And with us, it's the same thing. If we're not healthy on the inside, that's going to come out. We're, we're, I mean, we can hide it for a long time. We can cover it up. We can wear masks, but eventually that true self, that, that internal being, that soul, that spirit, that's what's going to come forward. So if we're unhealthy in there, it's going to come out in, you know, it's going to come out in addiction. It's going to come out in anger. It's going to come out in just shutting out people. It's going to come out in, it can come out in really negative things that you would never think about. Um, overspending, overeating, all this stuff. So we've got to work on that. So so our mark is something positive. So we have those traits, that characteristics that that are good and that are healthy. And I think sometimes people don't realize, you know, they they show ex externally like what their what their heart, what internally is going on. Um, you know, I, you know, I just have a temper. Well, do you really have a temper, or is there something deeper in there that's causing you to have that short fuse because? stress anxiety or you know feeling of inadequacy or something in your past so we've got to look at it at a deeper thing so we can we can go out and 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 leave that more positive mark yeah how do you help people become more aware of their deeper self and what it's all about this so for for me personally and this is of course me personally but um my faith uh, as a christian has really played a big part just learning um about that and kind of how i should act and um that's been a big one and, uh, and understanding that yeah so for me working on that that internal change for me one has been my faith just just really being able to dive in that and understand like it doesn't matter where or what people say about me, what they think, or the results I get, but there's more to it. And um, that's been kind of the main kind of anchor, main driver, but really also taking time to reflect on my life, on my past, on my actions, and kind of break those down. So doing some NLP work, uh, neuro, linguistic um of course a programming thank you uh i don't teach that but i have people who who help me with that it's phenomenal just being able to dig and and open up these boxes that are buried so deep we forget about but they're still poisoning our mind and our inside and be able to kind of release some of that and let it go and and see the world see our see our lives differently um, so that's been a big one, just internal reflection and just kind of being in science and listening. Mm. And do you find this internal reflection kind of piece ties in with how you experience and practice your faith and spirituality? Yeah, I, I think so. It definitely allows me um, just that connection to listen mm. to what I feel God is is doing in my life and, and maybe speaking to me with and just helping me be more grateful for what he's provided and, and what he's led me to do. And um, I, I'm super blessed with with the life I have. 
and, and so yeah it allows me to kind of settle down and, and kind of stop making it about me more and, and get out of the way and just kind of see what's going on and and see how he's working and, and yeah really just take a t step back and relax hey today right now is all we have and, yeah. and I'm, I'm not promising anything else so right now mm. what's going on what what am i seeing what am i noticing what's 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 working mm. what do i need to do because there's so many times we we worry and have anxiety about things that don't even matter that aren't even real and if we have so much going on we, we just need to write it down write down what the problems are in the moment and then cross out the ones that we have no control over which are quite a few of them and then that way your list gets considerably smaller and you can actually take action on something instead of having all this negativity what if going on in your head you can write down cross it out the things you can't control and then focus on the things you can yeah yay i love that <laughs> uh, i love that and what you shared about faith being one of the things that really grounds you i'm with you on that that's true for me too um yeah uh, okay so we have talked about the sharpening aspect mm -hmm. the uh the 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 uh core aspect mm -hmm. and then the eraser aspect and uh, do you want to talk a little bit more about the remaining two aspects that we have yeah yeah so the main two we, we and we mentioned the the mentor the guy oh, there okay. beginning as well yeah, yeah. and so okay. the last one the last one is kind of wraps it all together mm. but i think it's the, the one of the most powerful i think they, yeah. the other four are super important yes. and it cultivates cultivates into this final trait which is you seeing your purpose you understanding ah that you're here for a reason. Yes. And there's no one like you. There's no one that has your quirks, your abilities, your talents, your, or, you know, your passions. And so there's something for you. And it doesn't have to look like everybody else. It doesn't have to be go to school, go to college, get a job, retire thing. If that's what it is, great. Mm. Then be the best you can. Be your best self in those positions and, and do it. But if for your listeners who are you know trying to build something, make money, build a life they love, as I like to say, find it, see what you are, yeah, see what you're about, and and live in that. Because like I say with that with that parable, pencil is unique, and a pen might look at the pencil and say, well, why don't you have ink? Why don't you write smooth with ink? And the paintbrush might say, well, you know, why can't you you know paint with beautiful colors, you, you, you just write in lead, but they can't write in lead and, and with lead, you can shade and you can, you know, you can write in different thicknesses and write on many different surfaces. And, yeah. and so there's a purpose to it. And so not to allow those external people or things to affect who you are, the beauty of who you are. And that's, that's kind of the overarching thing. Like we're all different but it's all for a purpose and it's all beautiful. So how can we lean into that? Yeah. Because if we don't and we kind of just follow the crowd because it's safe or because that's what we're told to do, how many people are actually missing out on your gift that need it? Yes. Whatever that is, there are people missing out. 
It doesn't matter if it's selling hot dogs on the side of the road. People are missing out. Maybe there's maybe they needed food that day. Yeah. Super bad. Maybe they just need your smile. But if you didn't follow that path for what you're created to do to do, those people missed out on that in that moment. And that could have been the moment they truly needed. That was a changing point in their life. So it's, that's why it's so crucial. It doesn't matter what it is. Hmm. Doesn't matter if you're CEO, the yeah. janitor, doesn't matter what you're doing, as long as you're living into that full potential. Yes. Oh my gosh. I just love that. And that made me think about, you know, there are so many amazing historical figures um, that I really admire. And one of them is Gandhiji. Uh, well, I call him Gandhiji, but uh, because I'm Indian and that's what Indians <laughs> do. We add the okay. word G at the end of the name of any person we want to refer to with respect but i'm okay. not referring cool. to mahatma gandhi or mohandas mm-hmm. gandhi who is one of the founding fathers of modern india mm-hmm. and um, most people know him you know uh, for for leading india to independence using non-violence yep and uh, so he was this uh, he he was this wonderful model of exactly this point that you were making about it doesn't matter what you do right. it's about why are you doing it and are you doing whatever you are doing are you doing your very best at it yep. and are you doing it with integrity you know and so he used to move around with some of the top leaders um the people in the highest positions of power and many people would look down on him and laugh at him because um there's there's this movie made about him like a biographical pick and, and there's a scene in it where there's a meeting of all these like top leaders were making some plans for the Uh, independence movement or whatever and a servant is called forward to serve everyone who's sitting there and when the uh, uh, but rather than allow this servant to to come and serve him and serve everyone else Gandhi ji gets up and takes the the serving tray away from this person who's like it's all right i got this and he served himself <laughs> he served everyone else and um you know like some of the leaders were giving him dirty looks and you, you know you like why are you doing that you're going to give our servants ideas <laughs> that we don't want them to get and what's wrong with you right <laughs> doing this menial labor and so forth you know but gandhi ji was always you know um that was part of what made him so human and so relatable and why people loved him so much and trusted him so much because they could see in him themselves yeah. and they could see like even the poorest people they were able to like they felt like ah he's one of us you know right. uh, yeah. he didn't turn his nose up he like mended his own clothes and cooked his food cleaned the bathroom everything yeah yeah 
um and um and in that you know he presented this amazing model of leadership that inspired literally millions of people and billions to mm. actually more accurately and continues to inspire those billions just because he was so grounded and so authentic and um understood the value of all kinds of work yep yeah and it, it, i mean correlates just again kind of like the stories of jesus even like washing the feet of, of disciples and, and you know first will be last and last will be first and things like that the servant leadership type image yeah. and and i think that's that's what it is we sometimes we get our let our egos get way too big and get in the way of what truly matters and that's the people around us and uh we're never too we're never too high to do the work and serve and it's what it should be about anyways in business is serving um the the people that are in our audience and so yeah that's gandhi's a good uh many a good quotes from him awesome awesome you know on that very inspiring note i mean to have us wrap up for today but you have to come back chris and Absolutely. i know one really cool thing about you is that not only do you have your own very successful podcast but you also help others make their mm. podcast more successful and monetize yeah. that and i'm doing actually a whole series of episodes on how to make it more fun and easy to make money so awesome you're gonna bring yeah i'd love to be back about that for sure awesome. absolutely Thank you.